This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Praise the Lord, Brother Peter. Praise the Lord. How you going? Brother, I'm doing all right. How are you doing over there? All right. We're going along day by day. <laughs> all right. You ready to roll? Yeah, man. Ready to go, man. Yeah, nice to hear voice. Praise, Praise the, the Lord. Lord. Good to hear your voice, brother. Praise the Lord. Folks, yeah. we're yeah. now switching gears and moving over to the Gold Coast of Australia. If you're just joining us here tonight on the Marathon, we've got live with us tonight. Peter Whiffen. we got the next hour together, Brother Peter. I'll kick the mic over to you. You want to open us up in prayer? All right. Dear Father God, we love you and praise you. And we ask today to receive our inheritance, the blessing of the saints as promised through the blood and body of the Lord Jesus Christ. We receive our inheritance today, which means all things pertaining to life and godliness. We ask you, Father God, that our accounts be topped up and that our enemies be bound, that the spiritual forces of wickedness trying to ruin our lives be bound as well, and that they be cast out should they be in. We ask you, Father God, for the right message today. We ask for your grace and mercy love and truth to come today in Jesus name Amen I say Amen welcome back amen. my friend over to amen, you Amen 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 <laughs> well praise the Lord we've had an interesting week here again uh, down in Australia um, I uh, said last week we'll talk about the honey which we will the honey as it's concerned with the land of milk and honey the promises 
the promised land, the promises in the milk and in the honey. So we've talked about the milk. We're going to talk about the honey, and it's very interesting. According to Romans 1, the invisible attributes of God are, are clearly seen through nature, through the creation. I totally believe that the, the creation is made to show us a message that the Creator, a loving Father God, has made the creation to show us His message. It doesn't just exist for nothing. We can have a look at a chemical or a, or it's not a chemical, a, a protein that's in our bodies called laminin. You can Google it. Laminin, like lamb in, laminin, laminin. It um, holds us together. Without that protein, we'll fall apart. So God says he holds us together. Well, if we have a look at laminin under the microscope, it's the shape of a cross. Yeah, you'd be surprised. We've been sealed. Now, all these things in nature, I believe, are there so that we will believe, so we can believe. God says in Romans 1 that, We've got no excuse because of nature, not because we don't have a Bible and not because we went to the wrong church. It's because of nature. So we look to nature for God. We look to nature to, uh, we look to nature to confirm his promises as well because they'll be shown and witnessed to in nature. Um, if we look at the honey, we'll find that honey has um, antibiotics in it. It'll, it'll, it'll help heal infections. Actually, some infections are only healed with honey. Amazing antibiotics. So um, we'll find out about that. But uh, I can tell the story of a deliverance uh, this week. And um, it was a, a lady uh, who had had um, domestic violence problems. And, and, and this might... This might be. Hello, you still there? Yeah, this I'm might be. Um, yes, sir. This might be applicable to um, to ladies out there and men who've um, been suffering. Uh, she. Uh, hello, are we there? We're here. There was a temporary glitch, Wait. I think, but I can hear you. Keep going. All right. <clears throat> so. Um, this particular lady, Christian lady, had had a um, um, history of domestic violence. And this domestic violence was um, just so common and um, prov uh, profound in her life. Uh, divorce and then uh, the wrong men in her life. Now, this is one that, that got a word uh, about... God has shut the door, and uh, this is where I had a look at Noah entered the ark, and uh, the door was shut by God, not by Noah. So that door shut off the world, and uh, what had happened to her is, is that bad uh, relationships, two bad relationships just disappeared. Now, one, very wrong relationships, and um, but she wasn't in enough power she's like bible talks about weakness you know we're weak and bound so she didn't have the strength in herself to to end these things because of heartbreak heartache and um 
a misplaced love. So she was calling the domestic helpline all the time and, um, you know, two or three times a day because of this fretting. And uh, anyhow, while we were talking, next thing you know, her voice changes. Her tongue comes out. And the spirit goes, you're unsettling us. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You know, there's a good prayer uh, to bring the darkness into the light. And at the appropriate time, when the timing was right, God made that spirit manifest, man, I believe. And uh, it, it wasn't happy. So um, it's complaining, laughing about causing all her bad relationships. And this just goes to prove again and again and again that the <clears throat> the conditions in our life, sometimes the circumstances in our life are caused by evil spirits acting in us and also acting in people around us that we have relationships with with the goal to destroy us. Now, she was feeling suicidal because of these things, and um, but she was wrong. Um, like, uh, out of order, the breastplate of righteousness, one of the guys was married, and um, she was entertaining uh, the fact that, you know, he might leave his wife and marry her. And um, it, it was just not right, and God shut the door took the guy away he's gone now amazing and um this is where um the psalm comes into effect uh you know um psalm 23 uh, he leads us into he leads us into um righteousness uh why why he guides me along the right paths. Why? Not for us. <laughs> for his name's sake. Because of his amazing name. So if we realize that it's got nothing to do with us, that God rides us along the right paths, he guides us in righteousness. Why? It's because of his name. Because he made us, I believe. Yeah, Uh, in the King James, Psalm 23, verse 3 says, He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So obviously these relationships weren't righteous. And the restoration of the soul, I believe, is connected to the righteousness because the righteousness is the shield over our heart, the blessed plate breastplate of righteousness and breastplate of judgment that that shields our heart and you know I, I I had a deal with this demon I had to deal with this demon and um, made it drink its judgment because it's uh, the honor of the saints to execute the judgment written what what is the judgment written on the evil spirits? Well, they will reap. They reap the death of Jesus Christ because of their guilt for his blood. Through Satan, the kingdom of darkness became guilty of the death of Jesus Christ. And that 
written judgment is they must suffer what Jesus suffered. See, Jesus was forced to leave his body, so now the demons are forced to leave our body, which belongs to Jesus. Technically, it's Jesus' body, our body, we're the body of Jesus Christ, and the demons have no right to stay because they forced Jesus out of his body, we can force them out of his body too as a reaping. So anyway, from down in the her guts, in, right in the bottom of her belly, this spirit came out. Yeah. And it's changed things. She said she felt lighter. The demon complained. Or oh, a lot of my friends have left. <laughs> yeah, because she's had a bit of deliverance. So this, this is our ministry. Now, I was seeing there that um, uh, a famous uh, Christian musician has lost his faith. I don't know whether it's true or not. He, he says he doesn't believe anymore and he's the son of a pastor. And I was thinking about this. Why, why would the son of a pastor with um, famous songs, praising the Lord, writing songs, praising the Lord, Announced that he's lost his faith. Could it be there's spirits in there? Just thinking. Fighting away to tear down his faith and make it shipwrecked. Could it be he needed deliverance? But the wrong gospel was preached. Maybe the, when the success came, it was disappointing worldly success it, it didn't have the comfort that it might have been expected there because the scripture says those that love their life will lose it maybe he loved his life and, and, and it sort of leads me to say you know we have to be careful work out our salvation and make our calling and election sure so how do you do that well I believe it's faith in the promises of God. Like to say I just have faith is not correct. Faith must be in something. Faith is like an empty bucket that needs to be full of something. The Muslims have faith, but it's wrong faith. So we must put in our bucket, so to speak, the right thing to have faith in. Stand by. We're talking about having a bucket to put faith in. Hold on. Let's do a sound check out there. Y'all still have audio from me there in the chat room, MixLR, and also YouTube. Hold on. We could have had a burp over here. I think we did. Brother Peter? Hello. Hello, I'm back. Hey, we went down only about 30 seconds ago. The last thing you okay. said was we were talking about uh, you got to fill up faith like filling up a bucket. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll go on from there. Um, just saying I have, you know, we discovered that. We just said we 
we have faith, but what is the faith that we have? See, faith must have a subject. It must be like what's in the bucket. So have we got the promises of God in the bucket of faith we're carrying? Or have we got something else? And basically what I was leading to was that um, faith in things that the devil can control um, will bring problems, uh, the wrong faith. You know, so so maybe this musician, I'm only guessing, I don't know, had the had his faith in the wrong things, it, uh, maybe misplaced, and and uh, the devil can do that by the temptation of the world, um, and uh, then pull the rug out from under you, causing hope deferred that makes the heart sick. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, but is the right things being hoped for? This is the question. So that. You know, um, these three things remain, faith, hope, and love, it says somewhere. Faith, hope, and love. The greatest is love, which means that we should be leading, our faith should be led by the fact that the Creator loves us. Now, how do we know? Why why would God love me or do I really know God, the Creator loves me? And there's one way to know. He, He sent His only Son says the reason for him sending his son because he loved the world. That includes us. We're all part of it. So our response to that love is what the Creator is looking for. Our response to the fact that the Creator loves us. You know, just think about it. We're all breathing in while I'm talking now. How much is that air worth? Without that air... Everything else is irrelevant. And we're only a few minutes from death without that air, man. Less than a minute or a minute, two minutes. Not long, we'd all expire. Yet it's in the in the earth. Man's been burning it, polluting it, all sorts of things. But but the creator's made a system of cleansing it through the trees. You know, the trees breathe out oxygen in the day and carbon dioxide in the night he's made lungs in the earth he didn't need to do that but he's done that because he he loves us see he's the creator so he he wants us to be led in the path of righteousness for his namesake so that we can be what he wanted us to be i believe that so one to make their calling and election sure should really check their heart on what they're really hoping for there's all sorts of pitfalls. Am I hoping in, as a lady, am I hoping in finding a husband, a man that will, is that my ultimate hope? Someone to comfort me? Is that my ultimate hope? It's in us, you know, um, it was in a, put in the lady to have a desire for a husband and recognizing that is a God-given desire, but to put it in its place because um, certain men led by demons can take um, advantage of that and cause disappointment. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So hope is so important that if it's put off or deferred, it'll, it'll make us sick and out of the heart comes the issues of life. So, so those that are 
those that are afflicted and disappointed and and not feeling good, not not going along well, it's good to really check one's hope out. Um, it's a key. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. So we hope in the promises of God, in what God has promised us. Now we have to be careful there, because all the promises of God are inside Jesus. They're yes and amen inside Jesus Christ, not outside of Jesus Christ. So we need then the discernment of the promises to find out which ones apply. And uh, Jesus alluded to it that he's the bread of life, and I believe he, he harvested all the promises of Israel and has given them to us. We can't earn them. If we go outside of him and try and earn them, we're like trying to row Noah's Ark. <laughs> and we talk about that. God sent Noah's Ark to Mount Ararat, which means the curse reversed. But you can't row that. And we're wasting our time trying to row it because we're not going to alter it in any way, shape or form or do anything. Sit in there and rest and enter his rest and he will bring you to the curse reversed. A lot of us try and manipulate our life instead of trusting the Creator to guide our life. It says, He, in Psalm 23, He makes me lie down in green pastures. Not you. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Not you. He restores my soul. Not you. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. Not you. Yeah. See, yea, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? Because God is with me. But do you know he's with you? So hope in the promises tells us that he's with us if we ask him to be with us. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. How? What is a rod and a staff? Man, a rod is a stick you whack things with. And a staff catches sheep and brings them back. It's... His way with us that comforts us, not us comforting ourselves or someone from the world comforting ourselves. That that is um, misplaced hope. So why <coughs> why is it the land of milk and honey? And uh, we can get to that subject, land of milk and honey. Um, why? Um, my the land of milk and honey, man. So let's have a look here. <clears throat> it's not called the land of worldly success. And it does say, you know, the land of the land of milk and honey comes out of his promises. It's called the promised land. So if we want to find out where the promises are or where the milk and honey is, we can look at the promises. We looked at the milk, and we, we found that the milk is the love. God so loved the world. You could, you could say God so loved the world that he made a land full of milk, his love flowing. We know from nature that a mum 
feeding a baby milk is loving the baby. Yeah. We know that the honey now has got something to do with this love. What is it? Let's have a look now. Manna in the wilderness, Exodus 16.31. says, And the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Now think about it. Who provided the manna? It was a miracle. God Almighty, the Creator, provided Israel with the manna, and he could have made it taste like anything he wanted. But he makes it taste like honey. Is, is that a sign? It's the land flowing with milk and honey? Leviticus 2.11 says something about the honey. No meat offering which you shall bring unto the Lord shall be made with leaven, for you shall burn no leaven, nor any honey in any offering of the Lord made by fire. So honey was not to be burned, so the example of it was it was to be left as it is. You don't burn honey. Deuteronomy 32.13 says he made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields and he made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. Amazing. We now know that there's shale oil. But honey out of a rock? I thought honey came from bees, a honeycomb. Would the rock referred to Jesus, who is the rock. Mm. So we have here some examples of honey. Let's see what happens with honey. It says, 1 Samuel 14.27, But Jonathan heard not when his father charged the people with the oath. Wherefore he put the end of the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in a honeycomb. And he put his hand to his mouth and something happened. What happened? And his eyes were enlightened. Could honey be referring to the enlightenment? Could eating honey from the rock be referring to the enlightenment of the rock? Could it be the land of God's love flowing and understanding, enlightenment? That would go hand in hand, knowing God's love and knowing God's enlightenment. Like knowing God's love and knowing why he loves us. Would that be something? First Samuel fourteen twenty nine says, And then Jonathan, my father, had troubled the land. See, I pray you how my eyes have been enlightened because I tasted a little of this honey. Now, the penalty for eating that day from the king was death. And the king said to Jonathan, you must surely die. But 
the people saved Jonathan. He did not die. Hmm. I believe that the evil spirits don't want people to know the enlightenment and they will try and kill anyone who has it. Let's have a look at what happens with honey in a negative sense. And it's not the honey, but it's where it's from that counts. Judges 14 verse 8. Samson ate honey from the dead lion. And after a time he returned to take her and he turned aside to see the carcass of a lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees and honey in the carcass of the lion. Judges 14 verse 8. Now, Samson used this as a riddle. He also gave some of this honey to his parents. Yeah, and I believe that this represents the insight of death, the insight of Satan, the occult. It alludes to the tainting of the honey, the insight by death. And what happened in judgment to Samson? He went blind. There was a an effect happened on his eyes later on. He went blind. Now, not only did he eat this honey, he fed it to his mum and daddy's family. And this can be the danger, I believe, of teaching false doctrine, the doctrine of the devil, to others. Even the strong, like Samson, went blind so we could have a danger of going blind by giving insight that's not correct Hmm. now let's have a look at Jesus Isaiah 7 14 therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Who is that? Emmanuel means God with us, which is Jesus Christ, I believe. Isaiah 7, verse 15, the next verse. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. What? It's a type and shadow here. Butter, what is butter? Butter is made from stirring up milk. Love the Lord thy God with all you got, all your heart, all your soul, all your might. That's stirring up the milk. Another reference to this butter is up in Judges chapter 4 and 5. The most blessed woman in the tent, she gave him milk And it also says she gave him butter from a royal dish, stirring up the royalty of God, the love of the living God. Typen's example, and his name means battle array. Love covers a multitude of sin. One does not need skill to use the milk or use the love. Now, Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. So the honey from the rock is the is the insight of the Lord Jesus Christ, so one can know 
or have the gift of discerning a spirit, good and evil. Yes. There's another scripture somewhere that says, wash your steps with butter so that he will pour out oil from the rock. That's how you get the anointing. In other words, walk in love. Stirred up love, not just ordinary love, loving those who love you. Stirring up the love of the creation, stirring up the love of those who God loves will bring the anointing. I believe that. We have a look at the example of John the Baptist. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins, Matthew 3, 4. And his food was locusts and wild honey. Mm. He could have eaten anything. But he's eating locusts and wild honey, virtually devouring locusts that are a type and shadow of the devil and his kingdom, devouring the locusts and the wild honey discernment. Could be. Revelation 10.10 10. And I took a little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. Yes. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitten. What does that mean? My belly was bitter. In the Passover, they were to eat bitter herbs. It's like once you get insight into what's going on in the world, you can feel bitter because you can see the evil. You've got discernment. And that's not easy to take. We can be disappointed. Things are not as we were told when we were growing up. So the honey can open the eyes and then we can see the bitterness. Yes. Yeah, man. So this is where we have to be careful and pray for discernment and power to not get bitter or to see. Um, see, um, when Adam and Eve ate from the tree, their eyes opened and they saw they were naked. So we now have, you eat the honey and you can see the discernment. So we've got here um, a very interesting thing. So are we praying for the discernment of the Lord Jesus Christ as one of the promises? Yeah. The statute of the Lord are right. The statutes of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes. This is where we're in the promised land, having our eyes enlightened. And this enlightenment is related to the promise, the land of milk and honey. More to be desired than gold, yea, and much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb, are the fear of the Lord, the judgments of the Lord, the statutes of the Lord, the commandment of the Lord. What are the commandments today? To love the Lord God with all your heart. Love your neighbour as yourself. Psalm 19 verse 11. Moreover, by them 
is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them is great reward. Psalm 16.24 Pleasant words are a honeycomb. Pleasant words. Sweet to the soul. And health to the bones. Yeah. If, if one is praying for healing and deliverance, try and use pleasant words. Try, try and put love into your words. Try and uh, administer the deliverance um, with the spirit of love going out on your words as you speak them. Uh, Jesus said, my, my words are spirit and truth. And I know when I'm... When I'm talking, I know I've seen this. When when I'm talking to people, ministering to them, and I feel the, the emotion of love going out in my words, the demons hate it. Any anyone doing deliverance will find the demons will hate that. So. Um, it's one of the things that we can do in power to create an effect of the kingdom of heaven coming in power. So um, Apostle Paul said, I know a better way. So when we get down to the bottom of it, the, the promised land, which by the way means the lowland, Canaan means lowland, it's for those bending the knee. We talked about that last week. Those that are blessed, the blessed means bending the knee. The promises are there. For those who want to bend the knee, yeah. Those who want to bend the knee, yep. And receive the promises, the promised land. It says in Psalm 23, he sets up a table in the presence of our enemy. So I believe on that table is also the milk and the honey, the butter from a royal dish. Yes, the love of God is on that table. Let's have a look at what comes on the table that our loving creator puts there. Uh, uh, King Solomon, his name means peace. And, and he had a table. And that table of King Solomon... Um, really mirrors the Lord's Supper, I believe. It says here in 1 Kings 4.27, And those officers provided victual for King Solomon, that's food, and for all that came to King Solomon, which means peace's table. Every man in his month, they lacked nothing. There's a type and shadow of our inheritance. If you try and row the ark yourself and get your own blessings, fine, go for it. But, but we have an inheritance that's on the table. That's the promise. He sets up a table. So we should have faith that the Lord God has given us a promise and set up a table in the presence of our enemies. They lacked no, no thing. There's many testimonies about Christians who believe that. And have experienced that, that there was no lack. I, I had a um, Christian friend, he's gone to be with Jesus now, who 
who went a hundred miles in a bus with no fuel, <laughs> preaching the gospel. They lacked nothing. You know, um, in Deuteronomy twelve seven, there ye shall eat before the Lord your God, and ye shall rejoice in all that ye put your hand unto. And ye and your households, wherein the Lord God has blessed thee. Mm. You know, for some, where is the rejoicing? Mm. Or is it whinging? Blaming God? Blaming God for the work the devil is doing. <laughs> That's a mistake. That's what the devil wants us to do. Blame God for the affliction in our life. Job 15 to 16. He delivers the poor in his affliction and openeth their ears in oppression. Yes. Even so, wouldn't he have removed the out of the straight in broad place where there is no straightness and that which should be set on thy table should be full of fatness. Even Job is talking about the table. There's a, a passage that David said in Second Samuel 9, 7. David, the beloved, said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan. Jonathan's name means God is given or Yahweh is given. Thy father's sake. And will restore thee all of the land of Saul, thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Interesting to know, the name of Saul means desired. Hmm. Are our desires focused in the promises of God or are they in control of evil? There's prophecy at the table. Yes. First Kings 13.20 And they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet. Hmm. The enemies are at the table. They'll prepare us a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Psalm 23.5 Even the lady who asked for the children's bread referred to the table, crumbs which fall from their master's table. Do you think it's a coincidence that God has made us to eat and drink and that if we don't eat and drink, we die? He could have made us so we don't have to eat and drink. But he's made eating and drinking there to remind us every day Yes, where Jesus said there's other food than just natural food and the food is the promise of God, which is the word of God. Like, if I give you my word, I've given you my promise, right? So the promises of God are the word of God. If we look at what happened in Second Chronicles 9 verse 4 onwards and 
First Kings chapter 10, verse 5, two places. That sort of word-for-word scripture in two places tells us it's pretty important. It says, And the food of his table, and the sitting of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent, to which he went up into the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Yep, Queen Sheba got delivered. The definition of eating is accepting. You know, you eat your food, you accept it. If you go to a smorgasbord dinner, you walk around loading your plate with the things you want to eat. You're accepting them. That's the natural example. Will you accept the promises of God and eat them? Will you accept the insight of the Lord Jesus Christ and eat that? That's the honey for us to eat. We know that eating brings judgment, death. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. And the day thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. We know that one. And Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. The tree of life and eat and live forever is in Genesis 3, 22. So eating is, is a type and shadow that brings death and in righteousness brings life if we eat the appropriate things. Eating daily. The king appointed them daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, Daniel 1.5. Our daily bread, Matthew 6.11. Did you know, some might know, that we're given our own cup? We have a spiritual cup. Yep, God is so righteous and loving, he will give us a cup. Hmm. says in Psalm 16, verse 5, the, the Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and, have, and of my cup. My cup. Hmm. Our cup in the salvation of the Lord God Almighty is filled with the promises of God, the Lord. I will take the cup of salvation. Do you have one? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. That's Psalm 116 verse 13. Hmm. There's a guy that was given a meal at the, at the king's table. His name is Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. His name means exterminating the idol. He shall eat at the... Thy master's son shall eat bread always at my table. 2 Samuel 4.4 The anointing is at the table. Prepare the table which is in the watchtower. Eat, drink, arise, you princes, and anoint the shield. Yeah, man. 
Isaiah 21 verse 5. These are things that um, are the honey. The scriptures are giving us the honey. The honey is to do with the promises and the promised land. Can we believe these promises and eat the honey and get the anointing in our life to overcome? That's the big question. Let's have a listen to Psalm 23 again. We all know it, but it's a very nice psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. Hmm. I shall not want. Hmm. There's a promise. He make me to lie down in the green pastures. There's another one. He lead me to beside the still waters. There's another one. He restores my soul. There's another one. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. That's another one. Yea, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. There's another one. They rod on thy staff. They comfort me. There's another one. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. There's another one. He anoint my head with oil. There's another one. My cup runneth over. There's another one. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. There's another one. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How many promises there? If I'm not mistaken, I counted 12. 12 is an amazing number. 12 tribes, 12 apostles. 12 meaning everything. 12 baskets left over. Why these baskets? 12 loaves of bread on the showbread table. Mm. In Leviticus. And the light of the living God through the candelabra, through the through the, the the candlestick, shining the light where? On the bread, the show bread. Bread for show. Why? Hmm? To show the promises of Israel. The life giving substance, the bread of Israel, to show us that. That's all there so that we can believe. Amazing how it ties together. So are we believing the promises of God or are we believing the temptations of the world? Good question. Hmm? Luke 12.32 says, It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So that that type of scriptures saying the will of the living God, man. That that type of scripture is saying that it's the fun, the pleasure of the king, of our Father in heaven to give us His kingdom. Jesus gave a clue: seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew six. 33. How do you do that? Hmm? How does one first seek God's kingdom? 
Abraham believed God and it was put on his account as righteousness. Did you receive the spirit of God by works or by faith? See, your kingdom come, said Jesus. It is to pray for the kingdom to come. That's how we seek it. Oh, God, put the kingdom in my life. Let me receive this kingdom that's promised. I believe what you promised me. Not just lip service. If you want to know how you believe, look at how you're living. Because you're going to live your belief. Not just what you say. Abraham was told, get up and leave the land of the Chaldeans, which means the magicians. I was thinking about this. You know how dangerous it would have been to travel in those days? My goodness. Giants running around everywhere. You'd never know if a society that, you know, a village, a town near you, where you were, would be coming out at night and killing you. You were walking on land that wasn't yours. And not only was he walking, God had blessed him and his animals were everywhere. (laughs) What would have all the people really thought? All of a sudden this dude turns up and his animals are eating all the crops. Dangerous. But he believed that God had told him to move, so he moved. Can we do that? Can we really believe or not? Or just conveniently believe? Hmm? It was dangerous. Joshua entered the promised land. It was dangerous. The spies came back with a report. We're like grasshoppers. This giant's there. <laughs> and it's called an evil report because, because the promise overrode The natural. They weren't lying. It was the truth, but it was called an evil report. So can we stand in faith and live on the grace of the Lord no matter what, knowing that we cannot lose? They love not their life unto death. We cannot lose. Do we really believe that God will set up a table in the presence of our enemies? Do we believe that? Mm. This is how you get to believe it all. You hope in it to start with. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The way to faith is to get your hope right. Abraham believed God and it was put on his account as righteousness. Like when, when I'm doing deliverance, I fully believe that God is sending the kingdom to help the person. The angels are coming. The power of the kingdom is coming. The judgment is coming. The spirit of burning and the spirit of judgment is coming. It says all Israel will be saved by a spirit of burning and a spirit of judgment. You know, Israel means God prevails. That's the message there. God prevails. So the promises are for God to prevail with. 
promises are for Israel, for God to prevail with. And he prevailed through Jesus himself, coming himself and doing the job. Jesus went to the cross, believing the blessing before him. He didn't have to do that. He came and did it. So you and me and everyone else who believes can have these promises activated in our life. We can be born again. For those that are not Christians, Christianity is not a philosophy. I, I don't believe it's a philosophy. Christianity is the creator restoring all things through himself. And we are just part of it. And in perfect love, if we accept it, we'll be born again. Our name put in the family book of life, the Lamb's book. Want to see your name there? Ask for it. By believing. So the way to love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control, deliverance, healing, all things pertaining to life, is believing what the Creator promised us said it before and it's worth saying again that through these greater many promises we partake in the divine nature so if you want the divine nature we want it what is the divine nature it's love unspeakable it's the it's love in manifestation it's the power of the kingdom of heaven in love. Everything done that's not in love doesn't count. That when you want to walk in the spirit, walk in love. That is the spirit. God is spirit and God is love. You're being nasty. Doesn't matter if you're right. You're out of the right spirit now. So that's the message of why it's called the land of milk and honey. <laughs> and uh, I hope uh, that message is light. I hope that message uh, helps people. And uh, it certainly helped me. And it's helped me to minister in others. So uh, we're nearly out of time. So I can. Praise the and Lord. My brother, I want to thank you for doing the broadcast tonight. What would you like to title this for the archive tonight? The Land of Milk and Honey. Awesome. The Land of Milk and Honey. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this tonight. I sure have. And I encourage you to share these broadcasts with a friend. And uh, Brother Peter, God richly bless you. We'll see you back on the show soon, my friend. If someone wants to contact you, though, how can a person do that and reach you? Also, give out your websites, please. Uh, okay, the website is hiskingdomstable.com. And, and that was set up because of the table. When uh, we seek God about why a table is set up in the presence of our enemies, there's a download booklet there called um, Deliverance at the Table. Um you want to contact me on Facebook, it's Peter Whiffen, W-H-Harry, I for Igloo, 
F for Fred, F for Fred, I for Igloo, N for Nally at hotmail.com and at Facebook. So you got my email is the same as my name and Facebook, same as my name. Happy to pray for anyone. Um, we pray for everyone. It's free. You know, we freely we receive, we freely give. Love is free. You can't buy it. So um, we thank the living God that we're all looked after. We've been given an inheritance. And that's how you contact me. Fantastic, my brother. God, Richard, bless you. Mm. And we're going to see you again soon, my friend. Yeah, and everyone out there, let the kingdom come. Let it come. Don't try and row the ark. Get out of the way and see the salvation of God come in your life, man. Just see it happen. It's amazing. We had many rescues this week from different things, which I don't want to go into, but it's it's always there. Yep. Amen. Amen. We'll see Amen. you soon, Amen. brother. God bless, Peter. Okay. Take Cheers, everyone. Bless Cheers. you all. Bye for now. Friends, that was Peter Whiffen. Did you all enjoy that? He's coming to you from the Gold Coast of Australia. We'll have him on again next week. What I'm looking to do, actually, is... Let's see. This is the last week of May. What I'm looking to do is set up a new schedule... And I'm going to try to get uh, all of our international shows on the same day, if that's possible. So we'll have, for example, uh, Peter Whiffen. Then we would have we'd have uh, Brother Elvis Newhart, David Measures, John Campbell. We could have Plamen Petrov and Tommy Karakov, potentially all on the same day. Last couple of weeks, we've been doing uh, several days where we did, you know, nine show marathons up to 11 or 12 hours. And what I'm going to try to do is reorganize so I don't burn out, but we can also get all the international shows done. And what we'll do is um, I'll organize a little bit better, get it sorted out, and I think we're, we're going to have a great um, June schedule for you, a mix of both our evening programs, plus all the international shows that you love. More details on that to follow as I put this um, schedule together. Now, if you're coming in late tonight, we started at 7 tonight with Joseph Cohen and Sarah Miles. We had Jerry McGee, Rick Bell, Mark Sellers, and that was Peter Whiffen. We're going to be beginning tomorrow night early. I've got to do an early program to fit in this guest. We're going to have Harry Cooper on 5 p.m. Eastern, two-hour show from Shark Hunters. We'll have Gary Stafford tomorrow with a guest, I'm pretty certain. Joseph Ferrara, King Ran Ritchie, and the Demon Hotline, and then Tom Mack. Elvis Newhart, David Measures, John Campbell. So that's actually going to be three, four, five, six, seven. That'll be an eight-show marathon. Then um, Thursday night. Wow, today's only Tuesday. Okay. I thought it was later in the week, so... That's right. Thursday, we're going to have Donald Lee, Al Cuppet, Dr. Hansen, Dan Corner, Joseph Jasinski, the Dews, and Demon Hotline with Lou Young this week. 
we're working again to um, fill up the schedule for you. I don't think that's going to be a problem. June I'm working on now, so it's all coming together. Praise the Lord. And one of these days, somebody reminds me, will tell you the story of meeting Prince Faisal in Atlanta, Georgia. He opened his wallet, took out some money. <laughs> that was 40 years ago. I can't believe that. 40 years ago? Remind me, that's another show for another day. But I know the year because that's when Star Trek, the movie, came out. 1979, 1980. It's crazy. I'm getting that old. Well, hey, the best is yet to come. Okay. More to come. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making these shows possible. If you want to find out more about this broadcast, go over to uh, my website, omegamanradio.com. It's got everything you're looking for. It's got links to all the shows. It has the magazines that we've done thus far. We've done 11 issues. It has uh, links to our community wall, to Operation Bali Blessing. There's donate links if you want to support Omega Man Radio Marathon. And I want to thank all of you who have. God richly bless you. We'll see you next time. Have a great night. And I'll get these up here within the next few hours, hopefully. This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe.